Now, the one thing I think about, uh, 500 million rand, that's what it's going to cost. 500 million rand on the deployment of the army. Could that not be spent on police or a special task force or something that could work on the Zamazamas? And they will be there forever. 500 million bucks. It's a lot of money that you could have as a task force to work at, in the police. Uh, we got uh, da- we got David Van Veek. Excellent. Let's find out a little bit more uh, about what this is all about. David Van Veek is a lead researcher in mining safety at the Benchmark Foundation. David, three and a half thousand uh, soldiers to come in. Will they be able to do the job of looking and of of stopping the criminality? Well, I think it depends on on where and how they're going to de- to be deployed. You see, the problem is. In the first instance, there's 6,000 abandoned mines. Um, that's a pretty wide area. Wow. And the second thing is that those abandoned mines also abandoned and retrenched workers on a massive scale. We see Sabanya, we see Sariti, we see Anglo-American, all retrenching workers at the moment. Mm. Many of these workers are from Lesotho, many of them are from Mozambique, many of them are from the Eastern Cape. And ultimately, they will end up in abandoned mines, and they will end up as Zamazamas, you know, in a country where we've got massive unemployment and inequality. Uh, we have a choice. These guys can come and hijack your car or they can go underground. The criminality is actually the abandonment of mines. The other criminality, and so the government is missing the point entirely. Mm. The second point that the government is missing is that they need to convert old mines to alternative economic uses. You know, um, there's many things you can do with an old mine that would actually create jobs for communities around those mines. Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact that you can also scale down mining because they are no longer viable for large-scale industrial mines, which is why you have these guys crawling underground in these abandoned mines instead of having licensed and regulated op- op- operations in those mines. You know, you don't need to abandon a mine. You can scale it down and you can get smaller enterprises and so on to actually operate those mines profitably. It's very expensive for a large-scale operation if it's no longer profitable because they've got very big overheads. Mm. But smaller-scale operations have smaller overheads, and so they can actually operate these mines meaningfully and still retain some jobs. So it's not, we don't need a military solution. We don't need a policing solution. We, we actually need a creative thinking economic mm. solution to this issue. And the government is completely missing the point because it's reacting to emotions. It is also an election year, and uh, so it's buying into the whole xenophobia thing. Um, it's funny, you know, Khateng drinks Lesotho's water from Katse Dam, but we don't want Lesotho's people in our abandoned mines. Uh, you're involved in mine safety, and you spoke about oh. abandoned mines. Uh, yeah, are, yeah. are the mines closing up the holes uh, correctly, or uh, are people just finding ways to get underground? Well, the thing is that it's not just a matter of closing up a hole. You know, these mines fill up with water, the eastern void, the central void, the western void. You need to pump that water all the time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to get acid springs popping up all over Gauteng, and they're already popping up in places like Davidson right next to the primary school and so on. You can go and have a look for yourself to go and see the acid spring popping up there because the water is no longer being pumped. To close a mine is actually a very long-term process, and companies should be held responsible mm. for that mine until that mine no longer has any impact, regardless of whether it's operational or not. Which is why if you, if you turn it into smaller scale and you actually bring in uh, creative solutions, like, for example, this water that's building up underwater is becoming acidic. Bring in people who are water experts, who have water companies. We've got a shortage of water in this country. We can use that water for secondary purposes, if not for drinking. And that would come down to licensing, right? And, but yeah, 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 and, yeah. And so that's... 
it would come down to licensing, it would come down to repurposing, it would come down to, okay, this is now a waterworks, it is no longer, right. it's no longer a mine, you know, or, or whatever. There is actually one mine in the Clarkstorp area that is actually now selling water to farmers. The Zamazamas are criminal, we know this. We, we've seen video footage of, of war, gun wars between these individuals. Is that because... How how are the government going to come in and tell them? All right, now you got to pay a license fee and you got to behave yourself. Well, I think the thing, the, the first thing is the guys with the guns are actually syndicates that operate around the Zamazamas. So if you look at George Harrison Park, for example, the guys who are underground are Ndebele guys from from Zimbabwe, but the guys with the guns above are Zulus from KwaZulu Natal. Um, you know, so. Um, Eliminate the syndicates by creating a central buying agency and buying all the gold from these guys directly and, and cut out the middleman who's buying the gold at the moment. Um, and, and, and that way you can, you can eliminate the guys with the guns because the guys who are underground, actually, uh, they are guarded by people with guns at the moment. Mm-hmm. The other thing, that is, what is happening is that if they refuse to sell the gold at the price the syndicate pays, then they can get shot. And, and very often they get executed by, by the gun-wielding syndicates that control them. Uh, okay, so, but then surely this military and the police presence are there to get rid of those criminals. Well, well, you need to you need to get get hold of the syndicates by getting hold of who is supplying them with arms. I was going to say who that, is yeah. organising above ground. Yes. You know, get those people out of the way. Um, because you know the, the other thing about South Africa is the gun, the country is a flood with guns. We need stricter gun gun laws, and we need stricter gun laws that control the free flow of guns that there is at the moment. And we actually need to destroy guns. We need to confiscate and destroy guns. We, we don't need to ask for uh, nicely, nicely, uh, please come and give in your gun and thing, things like that. And people with valid licenses and valid reasons for having guns, let them have them. But there are so many guns floating around that, uh, that have no reason to be floating around. Where does the legally mined gold go? Well, um, uh, we've spoken to many Zamazamas who say very often it's the company that abandoned the mine that <laughs> is buying the gold right. because because it is uh, much cheaper to mine that way. You don't have all the overheads, the electricity bills, the water bills, the wage bills, and things like that that you have with a normal operation. Mm. The other thing is that, um, you know, like in Benoni, for example, there's a, there's a local chemist there that is supplying the guys with mercury, and he's actually buying the gold, and he also runs a, uh, an armed syndicate. Um you, you know, so, 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 uh, also the scrap metal dealers are buying the gold, okay? Um, there's a wide variety, security companies are buying gold. Very often security companies are the armed syndicate. And, and of course, then there's the police at places like Long After. The police are incredibly corrupt. I'm hearing that 500 million rand could be better spent from you, David Van Bay. Yes, I think so, because we actually need to sit down and plan, you know, don't respond emotionally and don't respond because there's an election coming up and you want to you want to play the xenophobia card. Think about it first, you know, and you start off by making sure that there's no mind that walks away from its responsibility of closure and rehabilitation. It's not just simply closing, it's rehabilitating as well. And are are there fines being handed out to minds that aren't doing that correctly? Not that I know. (laughs) <laughs> okay, and, 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 and yeah, we we spoke about was nuclear power a little while ago. How the budget yeah. for nuclear power needs to include the waste and for shutting it down at the end. You must remember yeah, all that yeah. closing. Uh, the, yeah, the yeah. mines obviously aren't budgeting for that, and they're, they're yeah, when, when well, money's short. Well, 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 they contribute to a mine closure fund. But yeah. The problem with the mine closure fund is it doesn't keep track of inflation. 
So there's a 50 billion rand mine closure fund in the DMRE that is being um, operated by independent fund managers. The problem with the independent fund managers is that they make profit from not spending that money because the longer they keep it, the more yes. interest they make. Yeah. The, second, the, second problem, the second problem is that every mine, every gold mine is also a uranium mine because uranium comes from the same source as gold. Okay, they produce far more, far more uranium than gold. Hmm. So a gold mine actually has exactly the same regulations as any uranium operation. It should be properly fenced, it should be signposted, it should be secured. No one should have access. This morning I took a group of Norwegian students around. Oh, we just really walked into the mine area. Sure. No one stopped us, no signposting, nothing. All right, we're going to have to leave it there, David. I know that you've got a plane to catch. Thank you very much for your time, David oh, thank van Thank you Vek, very much for your Lead researcher in mining safety at the Benchmark Foundation. That's going to, I'd love to get your comments on that.